generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. First Samuel 2, 21 and 26 says, And the Lord visited Hannah. You know what it means? That God actually came into Hannah's situation is oftentimes an Old Testament expression. When you say somebody is visiting, it's an event in which the person brings their expression to your space. Right? That's what a visit is, isn't it? So when they're saying the Lord visited Hannah, he's saying that God manifested the prophecy that he had given to Hannah through the prophet Eli in chapter 1. And I'll talk about it a little bit. And the Lord visited Hannah so that she conceived and what? Bore three sons and two daughters. If you want this as your, the number of children you have, see I receive it. Nobody wants five children again. You don't want five children anymore. Tui. Tui. Okay. How many people want two children? Two children? Three? Be it until you're cutting to your feet. Please consult your husband or your wife before you. <laughs> it now says, meanwhile, what happened? After she gave birth, meanwhile, what happened? The child, the first child, what happened to him? He did what? Shout louder, please. He grew before the Lord. We're talking about exponential growth. And this growth has to be growth before the Lord. Growth before the Lord is healthy. Growth that is not authorized by the Lord or within the context of the Lord's desire for your life is cancerous. So not all increase is beneficial. There's the increase that chokes out the life out of your ministry, out of your business, out of your work out of your assignment, out of your mandate, out of your relationship. So he said, uh, that uh, the, the word says that Hannah had more children, but the fact that she had more children didn't stop the first child from growing. <laughs> Many of us are excited that we have more things in our lives. But could it be possible that productivity in a certain area stops your growth in the necessary areas? Is it possible that your schedule has become too full to be healthy for your soul? Is it possible that the prophecy that was sent to stimulate further growth has now become your excuse for not growing? Oh yeah. I'm getting good feedback from this side this morning. Right? Is it possible? Look at somebody and say, I know you have five children, but is your Samuel still growing? So I was like, I reject it in Jesus. I don't have five children. I have, I have one child, right? Is your Samuel still growing? Look at somebody beside you. Say, is your Samuel still growing? It's interesting that those children were a result of divine visitation. But even the product of prophecy if not held within the context of growth, can limit the activation of further prophecy. <laughs> because your life is a series of prophetic manifestations. 
The believer's life is a series of prophetic unveilings, manifestations. So the child says, meanwhile, whenever it looks like you don't know what next to do, what should you do? Keep on growing. Oh God, I don't know who to marry. Keep on growing as a wife. Oh God, I don't know what business to start. Keep on growing as a professional or as an entrepreneur. Oh God, I don't know which ministry to join. Keep on growing in the word. Because at some point you will grow mature enough to sense what the Lord is saying. Because those who are mature by reason of use have their senses exercised by reason of use. So I taught you, I think, last week or two weeks ago, the things of the spirit don't diminish with use. They increase with use. The things of natural reduce with use. The things of the spirit increase with use. So God, I, I don't know who to employ. Keep on growing your recruitment skills. Meanwhile, what do you do in your meanwhile? Don't while away your meanwhile. And don't be mean in the while. I'm just mean, oh. While. <laughs> I'm waiting. It says the child was growing. The child was growing. I prophesy over this house. Children are becoming men. The child in you is growing. This month, this season, the next four weeks, five weeks, you're going to have a growth sports. S-P-U-R-T. Like people would say, something has just happened to you. You have shifted. You have grown. We can't tell exactly what it's about, but you've grown. Somebody say amen to that. So the child grew, but how did it grow before the Lord? And what were the expressions of his growth before the Lord? And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both. I walk in favor with the Lord and men. In this season, you will not have to choose between being favored by God and being favored by men. Both of them will happen. Because some of us have said, I don't care who hates me as long as God likes me. Well, that might be true, but the Bible also says, when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he causes even his enemies to be at peace with him. They might not like your personality, but the, the prophecy on your life will compel their goodwill. Samuel grew. Somebody here is going to grow. You will grow. I insist that you grow. Now, if it was Old Testament alone, Daniels, he said, well, Old Testament, let's go to Luke chapter 2 and verse 14. We see something in there. Luke chapter 2 and verse 40. Can you see there? And the child grew and became Mashubataya, Zubali and Gotoza. You can grow into becoming. My God, my God. 
my God, let me announce to somebody, it does not matter what weakness you have in your life, you can grow out of it. You will grow out of that addiction. You will grow out of that temperament challenge. You will grow out of that nasty attitude where you're always cantankerous, touchy, and you're always livid. You get cranky and overwhelmed easily. You will grow out of it. People are going to say, ah, you don't argue as much as you used to argue before. He says, the child grew in spirit. Which child was he talking about? Jesus Christ. Jesus. The word became flesh the embodiment of all wisdom the one by whom all things were made according to john chapter 1 the centerpiece of all things according to colossians 1 16 18 the one in whom dwell all the treasures of knowledge and wisdom colossians 2 verse 3 the one who is the wisdom and the power of god first corinthians chapter 1 verse 24 the one who was who is who will be hebrews chapter 12 the author and the future of your faith he came into the earth and the bible says that God still took him through the growth process. If Christ, the fullness of God's agenda and intention came into the earth and it went through the growth process, stop killing yourself over your weakness. You will grow. You will grow. You will grow. You will grow. Oh, I don't, I don't know how to make decisions. I'm always confused. You will grow out of it. Marco Zaba. Gone. I said I was not going to sleep with that person again. I don't want to sleep with her, but I slept into sleep. You will grow out of it. You will grow out of it. That anger issue, you break everything around, including your own head when you're angry. <laughs> you will grow out of it. He says the child grew. You know one of the things God taught me many years ago? He said to me that everybody is a child at something. Everybody is a child. So now your mom is 50 something, 60 something. The way she talks about certain things, you know in that area, I love and respect her, but in this area she's a child. Everybody is a child in some way. And there's no not denigrating or disrespecting people. It's just understanding where people are. So it can be a mature man spiritually. Pray in tongues, activate the gift of the spirit, win souls, raise people, mighty people. But in finances, you are a child. Because you can't organize your finances for, from here to there. How much you make, you don't know. How much you spend, you don't care. Who you are owing, everybody. <laughs> You're a child in that area. You can be a fantastic lover to your wife, lover and a lousy dad. Because you're a child in parenting, but you're mature in marriage or in copulation. <laughs> Being a couple, that is. <laughs> right? But do you know what I like about it? We are not supposed to remain children, we can grow. Look at some and say you can grow. Some of us would talk, 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 talk. We talk about things we know. We talk about the ones we don't know. We talk about the ones that concern us. We talk about the ones that don't consign. <laughs> concern us, right? And the mouth runs faster than the brain. You can grow. You can grow. 
you can grow. Paul said, when I was a child, I behaved like a child, I spoke like a child, I reasoned like a child. Isn't it interesting, when he was a child, he was acting before speaking, before thinking. Is that the order? But when he became a mature person, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 9, it says, put what? Put, sorry, 13 actually. Verse 9. He put away childish things. It says, the child grew, the child Jesus grew, we're still in Luke chapter 2, verse 40. The child Jesus grew, and he became what? Strong. How you grow determines what you become. How you grow determines what you become. Now, what does it mean to become? <laughs> Do you know that in the expression, be fruitful, is speaking about the unveiling of what you are. The fruit of something is the product of that thing, isn't it? Now, where does the product come from? From around or from within? It comes from within so to you, you you can't do fruitful you only be fruitful oh, come on people so any fruit that is externally attached will soon rot and can be reproduced so many of us we've tried to modify our behavior and we think behavior modification is true transformation we think external adjustment is maturity it's not it's got to be an internal thing. And one of the things I want to do, the moments I have left in this service, is to establish the fact that God wants you to grow. God wants you to grow. Somebody say, I will grow. And then when he became strong in spirit, he was what? Filled with? Do you know that not all containers can carry every kind of content? You can't use hot water, to, sorry, you can't use a plastic bottle to hold hot boiling water. You're going to deform it. So there are people who are praying for hot water and God is saying you need to grow out of the plastic that you are. Look at somebody say, I know, I know that, I know that you believe in going green. So be greenly fruitful. Some of you are praying to be filled with something, but have we grown in spirit? Why would God allow you to grow in spirit first? I'll speak about this in great detail next week about the four dimensions of growth. I'll talk about it in second service, but I'll develop it more next week. Growing in spirit, why? Because God is spirit. They that worship him must worship and in so if spirit wants to give another person something, how will he give it? Spirit to spirit. That's why you cannot transfer, at least to the best of my knowledge right now, you can transfer files by Bluetooth from this phone to a handheld device. As in, that old phone. Why? It does not have the infrastructure to receive it. You get it? Doesn't have Bluetooth infrastructure inside. Does this have Bluetooth? 
I know some keyboards do now, but this doesn't have. That means I cannot transfer things from this to this, even though it's beside it. Because proximity is not the same thing as access. So, have you grown into what you are groaning about? He grew in spirit. And the grace of God was what? Somebody say, I will grow. <laughs> Can somebody get a, a microphone and read from 1 Peter chapter 2, from verse 21? 1 Peter chapter 2, just don't read yet. But I'll tell you when to read. Somebody say, I will grow. Somebody say, I am growing. The child grew, became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him, right? Now, please go to verse 52 of the same Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. And he explains something still. What did he explain to us there? Maybe I should read it because I'm there. Who has it? And Jesus increased in wisdom. And Jesus increased in wisdom. Increased in wisdom. Do you know you can increase in wisdom? Yes, sir. Are you aware that you are not at your wisest state yet? Yes, sir. <laughs> right. Look at someone say, I know you're cute, but you still make some dumb <laughs> decisions. Come on, look at someone say, I know you're cute. Okay, look at me and say, Pastor said I should tell you. <laughs> you can hide under that. That you're cute. <laughs> but sometimes you feel four hands. <laughs> you, still, you still make mistakes, right? You still make some decisions. I go, oh my God. How many of you made a decision three weeks ago that right now you can see better about? Just three weeks. Just three weeks. So that means that some of your persuasions right now are not accurate. This is why the only way to walk with God is to walk by faith. Because faith means that I know that God has made provision for my errors. I just liberated somebody. More like God just did. Because some of us are so hesitant. It says Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Does that sound like what happened with Samuel? So growth is God's plan. God wants me to grow. I must be convinced about it. Does anybody have first Peter? Did he go there? Oh, you're still not there. All right. Okay, go there real quick. First Peter. Okay, let, let's, let's move. Do you have it? Verse yes, 21. Sir. Louder, please. For to this you were called, mm -hmm. because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. Christ suffered for us. Leaving us an example. And he left us what? An example. An 
Now the context is speaking right now is talking about suffering as a believer, as a Christian, going through pain. Or mm. generically speaking, the process of spiritual maturation. But the key what I want to use here is that Jesus left us an example. example. Now what's an example? What's an example? For like 10 years of your life, somebody will write on the board. EG. EG1. EG2. Then classwork. Then homework. Right? So what came first? Example or the work? Through the example, can you see the workings or not? The workings of God are revealed in Jesus. Because Jesus is our... So if you are trying to solve emotional mathematics, look on Christ or look to Christ. Look on God's whiteboard and look at the example in Christ and see how Christ lived and what Christ did and how the power of God flowed through Christ because Christ is not just your hero Christ is your example and what do you do when you're stuck when you're doing the homework and the teacher is seemingly not there you go back to the example to try to follow the steps come on somebody oh I wish somebody will realize that there is no homework that is too difficult for your teacher to solve and he already solved it in an example so the first thing we see about Jesus John chapter 2 around Luke chapter 2 we, we're not seeing him walking miracles there is that what we're seeing is that the first thing pray is that what, what's going on there do we see him laying hands on, on sick people do we see him casting out demons in Luke chapter 2? Is that what we see? Do we see him calling Lazarus out of the grave? Is that what we see? What, what do we see him doing? Growing. growing! Because growing precedes showing. Whenever showing precedes growing, it will be a show of shame. So when you try to show beyond the level to which you've grown, you can't sustain the show. Grow! Look at somebody beside you. I know you're typing. As soon as you're done typing or, or writing or scribbling, whatever you're doing, painting. Look at someone to paint the sermons. Like just paint the notes. It's all right. I'll share it if you paint something. Tell the person, grow. That's what Jesus was doing. As a child, thank you for highlighting that. Leaving us an example. Ulshia, please come. Please stand in front of me. And just walk around. Just, you know, different steps. Walk around. Just walk around. This is what many of us do. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Go, Jesus. Jesus. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Jesus can walk. Oh. Hey. He walks miracles. You can, you, can, you can exercise. Just walk around. He walks miracles. <laughs> Have you met my Jesus? Hail my Jesus. See Jesus. Look at Jesus. The fine Jesus. Lovely waistcoat Jesus. Bishop caller Jesus. So we know all the features of Jesus. And when we point at him, people just go, okay, cool. Yeah, Jesus is cool. 
Cool J. LL Cool J. <laughs> Loving, leading, cool Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, so Jesus walking up and down. I don't mean just walking up and down. I mean, like, we, we talk about Jesus. But the word does not say it's just a hero reference point. He said, leaving us an example that I should. So when Jesus saves me and it begins to walk, as in, yeah, what do I do? Now, for me to follow his steps, who must I be looking at? Who must I be looking at? People call me, distract me, call me. Am I still following? Things will try to distract you. And if you pay attention to distraction, you're a step closer to destruction. Now that destruction is not hell or damnation. It is the reason for which you were called. That's why I said, tell Archippus to fulfill his ministry. That means you can be saved and not fulfill your ministry. Keep my eyes on Jesus. What do we see Jesus doing? He is growing. He's growing. He's growing. Jesus is growing. Jesus wants me to grow. Where's my phone? Jesus wants me to grow. Let's quickly look at something. How do I know God wants me to grow? Every living thing grows. Thank you very much. Jesus, please be seated. <laughs> Every living creature, you remember that acronym that we had in secondary school? Mr. Niger D, right? M is what? Movement. R is respiration. N is nutrition. I, irritability. G, growth. Every living creature is hardwired for growth. Plants grow. Animals grow. Human beings grow. Even babies grow. The fetus, the embryo, becomes, uh, it starts with a seed and egg and zygote and embryo and the fetus. And then the baby comes out. Whenever you find yourself stuck for too long at a certain position, may I propose to you, it is not the situation that should change, it is you that should change. Do you know what the word says? Many of us quote the scripture, in that day, his burden shall be removed from off your neck and his yoke from off your shoulders, right? Rather, his burden from your shoulders and yoke from your neck. It says, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing you know many of us think that the oil is coming from outside right but he's speaking metaphorically and figuratively the same way an ox can outgrow the constraints of the yoke in other words what the scripture is saying is that you grow to a point where you are too fat to be bound your neck will be too thick for the demonic structure around you. Some people are bound by certain things because you are not growing. There is a place you will grow to that the smell of cigarettes will irritate you. Oh, come on, somebody. Look at somebody say the, the anointing is going to break the yoke. 
how will the anointing break the yoke he says for you have the anointing of the holy one and that anointing teaches you all things he's saying that anointing is going to do an internal work i know there's the place for the laying of hands and something is imparted but there's also something about the anointing within that begins to bubble i feel a prophetic unction that begins to bubble from within your spirit that your neck will be too fat for the chain your neck will be too thick for the restriction your mind will be too big for the poverty mentality your soul will be too big for the unforgiveness come on somebody you will grow so much you will grow out of it you will grow out of the chains and out of the yoke the anointing will literally break the yoke because your net will be too fat for it have you seen people before that wore a tie but the neck was too big for the collar have you seen it before there was no space and after a while the 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 bottom literally popped that's the picture he's saying you will feed fat on the anointing of god and your internal structure will be too endowed and endued to remain on the same level the anointing is not just to titillate you and titivate you and make you feel cool with yourself the anointing is going to break yokes and limitations from within you that means as you grow in the spirit you will outgrow pornography you will outgrow masturbation you will outgrow fornication you will outgrow malice you will outgrow sickness you will outgrow greed you will outgrow lying you will outgrow cheating that's why the Bible says put off the old man with his deeds. The old man doesn't fit you any longer. Remove that clot. Look at somebody and say like a Nigerian, take off that clot. But some of you didn't say it, you just laughed. But can you get out of your seat and go to people and tell them come off your clot. Come off that clot. You're too big for it now. You're too anointed for it now. You're too endowed for it now. You're too endured for it now. Remove the gammon. Remove that thing. Too big for it. For those of you who are business people, I know the quite a number of business people in the house. And I know Akio told me about her office in the house, the home office. And after a while, you're working from your laptop. And then your laptop became too small. So you had a room in your house. Then the room became too small. Then you got an office. Oh my Kayamba. I'm talking about growth that is organic and progressive. I'm not saying you're going to rent a five-bedroom mansion you don't need. I'm talking about the fruitfulness of your spirit and your soul being so progressive and being so sustainable that you are growing out of the confines. You've literally got too much joy to allow what somebody said to ruin your whole day you are growing in the spirit you've got too much revelation about wealth and increase to allow the redness of your bank account to demoralize you for the next one month come on somebody who am i preaching to you're growing you are not limited by the external indicators you are moved by the internal revelation high five yourself and say you are growing I'm loving the series already. High five somebody say you're growing. Growing. Sometimes strength doesn't happen. You happen to it. He says the child grew and became. 
When you grow, you will become. When you grow, you will become. When you grow on the job, you become a manager or a supervisor. When you grow in revelation, you become a kingdom steward that God can endow and endure with resources for certain projects. When you grow, you will become. Abraham grew and became a father of nations. How do I know? God said, I've looked at Abraham. The way he is going, he is going to grow into something. He said, I've seen the way he takes care of his children and his family. I can trust him with nations. When you grow, you will become. All of you don't want to become, keep on sitting down. But some of us are growing. Johnny, I don't know about you, but I'm growing. Shay, I'm growing. Derry, I'm growing. Joshua, many are satisfied. But I am. Where my crew is at, somebody shout, I'm growing. Please go over there, governor, to become. He said, be fruitful. The fruit is an articulated version of the resources that were hidden in the tree. Nobody gives trees fruit. The tree produces fruit. Many things you are praying to receive, you just need to become. That's why I said as many as believed him, he gave them power to become. When you become, you will attract some things. When you become, you will be given some things. When you become, you will produce some things. When you become, you will naturally deliver some things. Too many people are praying into what they should be growing into. I'm not taking over the place of prayer. It's very important. But I'm saying there are aspects of your growth that are not hinged on prayer. Yes, if you are hungry, is prayer the answer? Go and buy yourself a bowl and a fill me on. Caviar. You get a portion. I said bowl and a I said, what's that? Right? So that's Governor B. I'm going to close very soon because of things we have to do. I've not touched 20% literally of my, my preparation for the service. Now, this Governor B at the end. Governor B is what I should become. I should become strong in spirit. I should become a leader of nations. I should become pastor of kings. I should become emancipator, liberator, generational icon. <laughs> right? I should become that. But the etymology of the word come is be and come I'm going to teach this in second service I have to be and come to become so y'all didn't get it my identity influences my growth I cannot become what I have not agreed that I am. That's right, sir. And when Paul says, Timothy, wage war with a prophecy, he's saying, take ownership of the prophecy and fight for it like it's your life because it is the definition of your life. And you know that the more you fight for something, the more invested you are in it. 
That's why if you move on from an organization, a church, a ministry, and a place, and nobody's fighting for you or fighting about you or fighting because of you, maybe your living was an answer to their prayer. Because if you were adding value in that place, it's not going to be as smooth as, oh, you want to go? (laughs) Bye-bye. So sometimes the fight that people fight for you is a compliment. Oh, some of y'all didn't get there. You want to break up with somebody, the person says, I'm going, and the person doesn't cry, doesn't fight, doesn't ask questions, doesn't get emotional, doesn't get mushy. Ah. Were you in a relationship? <laughs> or a situationship? Somebody shall become. Somebody shall become. So in Ephesians, it says that we should no longer be children. I'll teach you the second service. No longer children. It says what? Tossed about by tossed about because when I'm tossed about I cannot come where I should come it says he gave what gifts to men apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers (laughs) and it says the purpose is for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry till we all come to what we have been. Come on, y'all. The picture of prophecy. Your prophecy is a picture of who you are in Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But you have to grow into the prophecy. Yes, sir. Come and help me on the keyboard. Yes, sir. You can take me slow. I'm almost there. You have to become the prophecy. Was there a prophecy concerning Samuel or not? Was there a prophecy? Yes. Shout aloud. Was there a prophecy? Yes. After he came as the manifestation of prophecy, did he grow or not? Prophecy does not mean I should stop growing. Prophecy is a growth stimulant. Don't let it become a growth obstructor. There's a word like that. Prophecy should get get you growing into the capacity. When the anointing came upon David, become become speak to your destiny this morning speak to your heart the word says that Saul prophesied he was turned into another man he became one they asked when did Saul become one of the prophets you become in the name of Jesus Christ show the man who sahala As many people as can don't miss Lecky, there are certain things I want to release spiritually that God is stirring up in my heart. And she invite your friends as well. Was there a prophecy about Jesus or not? Pro- as in prophecies of pro- But when he became a boy, did he grow or not? Prophecy is an invitation to growth. David was anointed, but he had to grow. So the persecution of Saul was part of the growth stimulants. Some of you are praying concerning certain issues and it looks like God is not hearing. God is hearing you. He said that when patience has had its full work. How can God answer a prayer in the now that will rob you of your future? Why? Fred Hammond, some of you, 
man annoying because you know you, you all uh it's maybe it's time for the no friend Hammond. You know they they don't know for that no Jesus culture and Hill Song and Bethel music and crossfires and all. And there's a line in one of the songs that says, Your ways are so beyond me. Jesus said, God says, My ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts your thoughts. As the heavens are high above the earth. Paul explains, says the Spirit of God has revealed all things to us, but even revelation is progressive. God doesn't show you stuff for show. He shows you stuff for faith. So when you ask for a vision or a picture and you're not seeing the picture that you want to see, there's a picture God is showing you that you're not seeing because you're not paying attention to how he's showing you. And so the prophecy is not just to get me so excited I stop growing. The prophecy is supposed to get me excited that my growth is not in vain. Come on, somebody. My growth is not in vain. I saw Oinkon this morning. Oinkon is Aikyo's first child. And Oinkon has had a growth sport. I've noticed for a couple of, right? Boom! I saw Pastor Gideon's son during the week. Boom! Grown beyond where I sent the last time. Noticed Carmine had grown. Boom! Now, I, you, you don't see Carmine. I, I live with him. I don't see him growing at the rate of 0.1 milli, millimeters. Like, oh, Carmine, today you, you grew by 0.1 millimeters. Hmm, nice growth. You don't even see it. But there comes a time when they take their eyes off you. And the next time they look at you, they know he's not the same again. She's not the same again. Something has happened to her. Let's raise our hands and agree with God. God, I'm growing. I'm growing. I agree with you, God. I agree with you, God. I agree with your word, Masokobatas. Can you maximize the next 90 seconds and speak to your father? I agree. Don't worry about the anger, it should just be growing. Don't worry, don't, don't make the lost problem your focus. Just be growing, just be growing. Don't make the procrastination the deal. Just be growing. Says, and the child grew and he became. I'm growing into becoming. I'm growing like those abada. I'm growing into becoming. Hallelujah. I will grow into the king God has called me to be. I will grow into the kingdom influencer I'm called to be. I am patient, I am loving, I am kind, I am growing the fruit of the Spirit and it's going to be rapid exponential growth, rapid, rapid growth, exponential growth, uncommon growth. I am growing, I am flowing, growing in favor, growing in wisdom, growing, growing. You're growing. You will grow out of.
of the financial difficulty. For many people, it's not the situation that needs to change. You are the one who must change. Your capacity must be enlarged. Your inner man must be strengthened with might. You must be fortified. You are receiving reinforcement. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I just want to give somebody an opportunity this morning. You know that you are not saved. It means you are not even born. And you can't even grow because you are not even born. Wherever you are, you want to receive the life of Jesus. All eyes closed. I want to give you the privacy of this moment. You can just place your hand on your chest. Maybe you've strayed and you've went far away from what you know is true. No distractions, please. Even if you're a service team member doing something, no distraction. Whoever you are, wherever you are, can you place your hand on your chest right now and say, Lord, I receive your life. I renew my commitment to you. I renew, I renew, I renew my faith in you. If you've never been saved, say, Lord, I receive the forgiveness of sins. I receive the forgiveness of sins made possible by the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. The blood speaks for me. I believe that Jesus is the Savior of my heart, the Redeemer of my life, the author and the finisher of my faith. I walk progressively in growth, in favor, in wisdom, in stature. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen and amen. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.